Hello, my friends. It's Andy Falkley. Man, it's coming to you live from Yorba Linda, California. Uh, and uh, we are uh, here with the California Parent Alliance podcast. I am the host of this show and the president of the California Parent Alliance. And uh, just you, when you just thought, when you thought that uh, critical race theory, um, you know, uh, 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 What's the other thing that we're dealing with? Gender issues in our schools. Um, when we're talking about vax mandates and mask mandates, um, uh, when you think that that's the uh, the only thing we have to worry about in our schools, we thought that might have been enough. But um, although this is not new, we are now hearing uh, here in California that um, uh, a couple uh, school districts, uh, I guess a couple counties, if we were to look at it that way, are uh, are taking away Fs and Ds. So no longer can you apparently fail or get a, uh, a at least a D um, because of the inept teaching of the, the the teacher and the curriculum that's being taught at a school. Um, you know there are some students, and I'll, I'll talk about my uh, educational history uh, in just a minute. But of course there are students that struggle. But reducing the uh, standard to make it easier for somebody who's failing to get a B is not helping that person in any way, shape or form, just as it's not um, helpful to um, society to reduce crimes to where there is simply is, is no punishment anymore for certain crimes. Uh, one example, of course, has to do with theft. Um, you have something called um, petty theft uh, or grand theft. So petty theft and grand theft. What the separation is, is grand theft is a felony. Petty theft is a misdemeanor. And the separation is the amount of money. So here in California, uh, when I was a police officer, it was anything under $400 was petty theft, which is still ridiculous. Um, and anything above $400 was grand theft. Additionally, there was a, a time where if you were arrested for petty theft, theft, like shoplifting, uh, a third time in the state of California, the third time was a felony. That was also a formally a law in California. So, which was perfectly fine. It actually kept people from continuously shoplifting because, you know, maybe they thought if they knew the law, they would maybe do it twice. And then they knew better than to do it a third time because they would be told in court, hey, listen, this is your second conviction for petty theft. If you get caught again and convicted the next time will be a felony and you will serve time for the felony. And I'm here to tell you that I rarely saw. Now I would see people do it once or twice. I'd see them for a second time as a, as a patrolman. Uh, but um, I don't know that maybe, but a handful of times that I uh, ever arrested anybody for their third shoplifting offense. Uh, it did happen, but it was very rare. Now um, the, uh, the, the laws here in California have been, has been, have been changed so that now it's up to $900 you can steal before it's a felony. And not only that, misdemeanors, especially in, in regard to petty theft, you're not even, you're given a ticket over and over again, as many times as you want. There's no more third time it becomes a felony. It's just, it's always a misdemeanor that is citable and if you are arrested, maybe because you don't have an ID or because maybe you're violent or something like that and you are arrested, you'll just get out, right? You'll go in and you get right out because of uh, the idea that now we're not going to uh, have 
find it necessary to the people who give bail. So uh, the reason I'm bringing this up is because the same thing, you know, if there's no consequence to one's actions, why bother? Why bother paying for something when you can steal $700 worth of goods from, uh, you know, Nordstrom's um, or you can steal, you know, $800 worth of steaks from the grocery store. Uh, why, why pay for it when there's really no consequence to it? And so when we come back to education, when you're taking away D's and F's, What's the consequence to not doing your homework? What's the consequence to not showing up for school? What's the consequence of, of, uh, of, of not uh, paying attention during class and picking your nose or talking to your neighbor or writing notes or playing that game with the piece of papers that you, you know, they go open and that kind of thing. I forget what those were called, but you know, if anybody's watching that knows the name of that game that you'd fold the paper and then it would be like three things, four things written on there. And then it would end up on something like you're dating such and such or whoever or you like somebody, I forgot what it was, but that's what you're going to do instead. So there's now, now suddenly here in California, which, you know, just you're making uh, things that are really bad, even worse. Now, um, I want to go now. I'm going to leave that 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 um, that particular subject um, alone for one minute because um, I'm just going to visit one of the reasons why we're having to reduce grade, or they, at least they feel like they do. I don't think you do. Uh, obviously, a lot of parents don't think you do, but we're we're having to deal with so many other things. When I go back to the things like uh, you know gender issues uh, at school, whether you should have you know five different bathrooms for the different kind of genders for a for a furry and a, a, a girl and a boy and a and a non-girl and boy or a he she whatever then you have you're having to do all these things and now girls can dress in boys locker rooms and boys can undress and dress in girls locker rooms when you're dealing with that you, you think that would be enough but there's uh this report that came out on December 8th, at least the article regarding the report came out on December 8th, and I'm reading from uh, Law Enforcement Today. And uh, the title says, Report, Top Scientists, Mathematicians Pen Letter Voicing Deep Concern Over California's Proposed Woke Math Curriculum. And uh, just to read a couple uh, paragraphs from this article, it says, according to reports, hundreds of America's top scientists and mathematicians have released an open letter expressing deep concern about California's equitable math framework. That's because it reportedly promotes the concept that working to figure out a correct answer is an example of racism and white supremacy invading the classroom. Um, the framework titled A Pathway to Equitable Math Instruction, Dismantling Racism in Mathematics Instructions is intended to be exercises for educators to reflect on their own biases to transform their instructional practice, the scientists wrote. <sighs> then the, the scientists wrote, we are deeply concerned about the in unintended consequences of recent well-intentioned approaches to reform math mathematics education, particularly the California Mathematics Framework otherwise known as CMF. Such frameworks aim to reduce achievement gaps by limiting the availability of advanced mathematical courses to middle schoolers and beginning high schoolers. Oh, and it goes on. So you can find this article in Law Enforcement Today. Uh, just type in um, um, deep concern over California's proposed woke math. So when we're, when, we, when we're discussing taking away D's and F's, we have to bring up these curriculums or these changes to the educational system when it comes to math and science, that they're they're bringing in these non-issues, really non-issues, and jacking up 
the educational process that makes it so uneducational when you're trying to dance around and, and you have teachers that are trying to figure out how is it they want me to teach this is this is I, somehow math now is racist somehow now getting the right answer is racist or wrong um it's white supremacy to 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 uh, make sure that a, a child knows how to read. Um, but when you, you're adding all these things, you, you are really um, uh, just taking away the opportunity children have to learn good quality education that will teach them how to read, write, count, and how to think and how to process, how to critically think. You're, you're taking away any hope for our kids. And of course, you are going to have these nitwits in Sacramento in whatever educational um, uh, organizations that's uh, making these stupid decisions that take away D's and F that D's and F's that because we're doing all this, we're, they know that they are not going to be able to educate children to a level that will allow them to pass what would be um, uh, normal educational standards that they know how to do uh, addition, that they know how to do subtraction, that they do know how to do multiplication and division and calculus and algebra and what have you. Because if we teach them how to do it right, now that suddenly is racist. Now that suddenly is something that is, uh, uh, you know, uh, not woke and when we, when we take the necessary steps to get things right, of course we have to take away D's and F's. Because if we, if we do it, what it is we want to do, which is not teach and not be responsible for a child failing, we as an organization, as the leadership, we need to now take away D's and F's. If, because if we don't, it'll make it look like we're not educating our kids. And so what this really comes down to is that unions – and the education leaders of California, whoever that is, I don't even know what, you, what to even call the people that are in the Board of Education for the state of California, whoever those people are, they're seeing that if we make all these changes, then what we have to do is reduce the standards so that we can teach them how to, um, uh, you know, these, these not, this nonsense. And when we take away the need to get a, cor a correct answer and take away the need to actually read, then we, we have to take away grades. And if we if we if we take away grades, at least they won't know how badly we're performing as educators in teaching children. I'm going to bring this back to law enforcement because it's the same thing that happens in law enforcement is that you have leadership, whether it is the city council, the mayor or the chief of police or maybe even captains, depending on if uh, what kind of police department you're at. The, the captain can can change the you know, the stats, uh, the reporting of st uh, statistics by changing standards, all right? So when we come back to the issue in regard to what is a felony and what is a misdemeanor and what it is we arrest people for and what it is that we actually write a report for, then if we change that, then we can give the appearance that we have lower crime in an area. And that's another example of what is happening when you hear, and I want you to hear when you listen for this on the news, when you hear a district attorney or a mayor or a governor, for instance, say, no, crime is actually down in our city or state. No, crime is actually down in our district or our um, in, uh, you know, in, you know, district five or what have you. When you hear that, you're going to go, OK, did the did the community change? 
did the uh did, what what was it the change that were there some programs that actually helped reduce crime and if if none of those things are true then what is it that changed quite often what you're going to find is that the way that they keep stats changed or the crime um um uh, uh standard change so when you take in um uh when you take something like a uh, petty theft and grand theft and you move the standard from here in California from $400 to $900 or almost $1,000. I forget what exactly what it is, uh, but I believe it's $901 something like that, whatever it is. When you take and you move that standard, just that alone is going to change the stats for a city in regard to felony crimes. So in actuality, when you change um, from, uh, you know, what a misdemeanor is and a felony is like in, in this case, the 400 to $900, you have an increase. You will have an increase in misdemeanor crimes, but in many cases, many of those are not now being reported. We've seen that on the news where they just watch somebody walk in, take a couple hundred, like a whole grocery cart of stuff and walk out and nobody stops them. This goes down as an unreported crime. In the past, when they actually convicted, remember when I was talking about when you take three convictions for a misdemeanor and you stat those, those go down as, so say one person gets arrested for um, uh, petty theft or shoplifting, twice that goes down as two arrests for misdemeanor. And then when the person gets arrested the third time, that's one arrest for a felony. And so now in the stats, you have two arrests for this one person for two misdemeanors, and now you have one felony. Understand now when you change that to four from $400 to $900 and you take away that third strike, so to speak, where somebody now gets convicted of a felony and you raise that up. Now you now you no longer have reporting because now the the the, um, the uh, stores like CVS or, um, um, you know, uh, uh, Walmart or what have you or 7-Eleven knows that nothing's going to happen. Um, the reporting goes down in misdemeanors. Now, no longer is there a third strike for a, a shoplifting misdemeanor that will now cause it to go down as a felony. And now, clearly, you can see how now the stats will show, hey, look at crime is down. We don't have nearly as many misdemeanors as we used to have. And we don't have as many felonies in the theft column or the or, or, or you know, the theft column, or just in, in that in that crime. And sometimes they call them um, uh, uh, part two crimes or part one crimes. Uh, I'm not going to get too wonky with that. Let's just say when it comes to thefts, a, a chief now can come in or a mayor or a governor can say, look, at, we have reduced crime. We, we have reduced crime. Well, that's because you got rid of the crime. When you get rid of the crime, that doesn't mean you get rid of crime. The crime is still happening. You are just not arresting people for it, and it's not going statistically down in any way, shape, or form as the crime that it used to be. So you can very easily reduce a crime in a community by altering the standards to be a crime. And so now you can see, and now you're going to hear, they're going to they're say, look, at we, crime is actually down in Chicago. Crime is actually down in Los Angeles. Crime is actually down in California. It's down because they changed the standards. So now statistically, yes, there's very few more uh, misdemeanor uh, shoplifting because nobody's calling police anymore. They're just letting them walk out. And there's lower felonies because you reduce the standard of what it takes to, to uh, commit a felony because no longer the felonies exist. 
the, the felonies are gone. And so here we now come back to the schools. And the reason why they're reducing the grades and they're changing grade is not to help the kids. You're going to hear uh, in this clip that I'm going to play you in one second um, that that is what they're saying. They're saying this is for the kids. It's because of COVID that we're changing um, the standards. It's because of the, the, uh, the pandemic uh, and the inability to come to school and the inability uh, to um, learn in a classroom environment with a teacher. It's because of the Zoom call. So now we have to get rid of D's and F's and now we have to reduce the standard. Now we can't expect children to actually do math. We can't expect them to read or write or do anything else because of the pandemic. No, it's because of the curriculum that they're doing. It's because of this woke mathematics. That's because they now think that being uh, educated is racist is the reason why they need to reduce it. So I'm going to go ahead and play this. Um, hold on. Sorry, it was on the wrong page here for one second. I'm going to go ahead and play this. Uh, hold on. Whoops. One minute. Doing it too early. Hold on. One second. All right. So I'm going to bring this up to the page uh, and listen to what they're saying. And you're going to hear um, that it's for the children. It, it, this is nonsense. It is not for the children. Okay, let me bring this up. Here you go. The former Empire actor accused of reporting a oh. false hate crime to Chicago police three years ago. Smollett took. Hold on. That's a wrong report. Somehow it, it skipped to the next story. I'll have to refresh this page and bring it back up. Sorry about that. Here we go. <laughs> Happens every time. At least. All right. Here we go. Bring it up now. In California, that's because some of the state's largest school districts are dropping D and F grades. So this is all called competency learning. Supporters say it will help kids re-engage after nearly two years of virtual learning during this pandemic. But critics are blasting this plan, saying all it does is lie about students' progress. Correspondent Nancy Liu is live for us in Los Angeles. So Nancy, explain how will this new grading system work? Well, sort of, Nicole, by giving a lot of credit to other factors like the pandemic, nearly two years of turmoil in education has obviously impacted a lot of students academically. Here in California, some large districts such as LA moving to remove all report card grades below a C. The stress of returning to in-person classes after a year of distance learning is undeniable. So some educators are pushing to reform the grading system, essentially cutting students some slack so they don't drop out and give up on learning. LA, Santa Ana, and other California districts have limited the uses of Ds and phased out Fs in grading. High schoolers who fail a test or homework assignment can get a do-over or more time. Advocates argue that assessment should be based on mastery of learning, what students have learned instead of how they test. And some call the grading system idiosyncratic. One teacher takes homework assignments that are late. The other has extra credit. One curves scores on a test. And so there's a, a very clear and objective unfairness to students if they get one teacher versus another. What mastery learning does is really allow the student um, every opportunity 
to show that they know the material. And if they don't know the material, to get the support they need to be able to demonstrate it. So now, critics argue that bad grades do serve a purpose by letting students know that they haven't learned adequately. There's also concern over more grade inflation. Nicole? All right, Nancy, you did a good job of, you know, showing us both sides of that. All right, we'll see what happens. Yeah, but did she really? I don't think she did. I think that was hogwash. Um, and so the entire thing is hogwash. It is uh, ridiculous. Um, and you heard it, right? It's, it's all for the kids. It's for the Opposing kids. arguments are expected to They are stressed. No, you immerse them back into education. You get them back in the swing of things. You give them responsibility uh, of, of making sure their assignments are done. You make sure and you bring them back up to snuff. You don't, you don't reduce the grades. You don't make it easier for them. You don't give them less. You give them the, the amount that they need to begin to get back to a place where they are educated. This is nonsense. We need to fight against it. And uh, I just want to bring this to your attention that it's the next thing. And it's the reason why we need to vote down CRT we, and ban it as we're doing here in Placentia, Yorba Linda School District. And we need to get the mass off the kids. We need to get the, 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 the wokeness out of our mathematics from, as, from that article that I read at the very beginning of the show that it's entering everything. We need to get the kids off of the online schooling inside the school classroom. We need to end all that. The, the, the teaching needs to be done face-to-face -face with a live human being, get them off the computers, get them uh, to a place where they're actually learning from a live human being who's helping them in this process, and we need to stop this nonsense. Bring back the F, bring back the D, increase the standards, make it more difficult, and, make it, uh, make, and put more responsibility on the students, put more responsibility on the teachers uh, on teaching the kids um, how to do math how to read, how to write, and how to, uh, how to think. All right, my friends, that's it for me on this one. Uh, get mad, get to a school board meeting, and uh, let's make some changes in our schools. All right, love you guys. Take care. Bye.